coming up on The Medicine Podcast. My brother has adopted coffee enemas. My best friend from growing up has adopted coffee enemas. These are two masculine dudes and their lives are changed. Yeah. So get comfortable with putting things in your butt, people. (laughs) It'll change your life. Yeah, totally. It was the first time that I had really heard a voice from within myself. It wasn't with my ears. It was like I felt... I heard it with my cells. And after that moment, like I opened my eyes, I had tears in my eyes and I looked at you and I was like, this is gonna sound crazy, but I just like heard a voice within myself. And and you just smiled at me and looked at me and you said, that was your soul. It's so salty. It's very salty. Chase is a salty boy. He loves salt. (laughs) That sounds like a weird Google search. (laughs) Salty boy. (laughs) You are, there's never enough salt for you. Welcome back to The Medicine Podcast. My name is Mimi. I'm sitting here in this amazing San Diego Coronado condo with my love. We're back home after, for me, a few weeks of travel, and it feels like forever since we've been sitting under the red hat. You're right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's been a long time, actually. I was just realizing how many we've actually done since summer. And it's not that many. No. We haven't gone under the red hat. We've had a lot of great guest episodes, of course. Uh, But we haven't just shot the shit, if you will. And we've we've had so many questions because we ask people to send us questions. uh, And we've got this new cool uh, way for people to submit questions through SpeakPipe. Mm -hmm. Got it right. (laughs) You did. Um, I learned that I had it switched. (laughs) couple times I was talking about it and I called it pipe speak. If you go to pipespeak.com, it's like a, you know, it's like drug paraphernalia. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That would make sense. But all that being said, we are ready to answer some questions that have been lingering for months. This is a, a, you, a, ask us anything instead of the usual AMA, ask me anything. So we have a bunch of questions from you guys. We're going to be dicing through. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited. The, the, the first two are going to be from the speak pipe feature that we've incorporated in, uh, it's basically just a feature. It's a, it's a website that you go to, to record your voice, like a voice memo that you would send us. And then, um, we incorporate your voice into our episode. So that's coming up in just a few minutes. But first I want to know from you, my love, what's in your cup today? What's in my cup is... A little bit of our go-to mixtures. One being, of course, Mushy Love Latte. Hello. If you have not had Mushy Love Latte, get on it. You're crazy. <laughs> we just had a ton of people uh, grab Mushy Love uh, over the Black Friday, Cyber Monday holiday, and they're loving it. It is so – one of the things I love so much about Mushy Love, besides the benefits, which help you with digestion and skin health and immunity – is the fact that it's so versatile in mm-hmm. how you can use it. Yeah. And uh, my favorite way is to have it cold in either a vanilla smoothie or with just ice cold raw milk. Uh, but it's also good steamed uh, in a latte, a traditional latte. But right now, I mixed it with coffee. And black coffee, it's actually king coffee from Organo. I just threw a little mushy love latte in there. I put a little MCT oil in there as well. And when you blend the three of them, mm-hmm coffee mct oil and mushy love it tastes like cinnamon sugar toast cinnamon toast cinnamon toast yeah yeah 
Everybody's had that as a yeah. kid where you <laughs> layer butter on toast and then you put a little cinnamon sugar on top. Mm-hmm. That is what this tastes like in liquid form. Mm, I love it. And I'm getting, of course, the benefits of King Coffee, which have reishi spores in them and are so good for uh, bacterial and parasite, anti-parasite, as well as, uh, let's see, what are the other benefits of reishi? Reishi, oh my God, it's Drainage head to toe. Pathways. It's everything. It's cardiovascular health, respiratory you health, you, you know hormone health. I mean, reishi supports the body from head to toe. Yeah. And then I've been using MCT oil a lot lately. Uh, I had a a salmonella poisoning uh, (laughs) last month, which was absolutely brutal. It was pretty brutal. And so my my digestion was just whack. It was out (laughs) of whack, dude. And it took me a while to kind of get back to normal. And one of the things that I noticed that really, really helped was increasing my healthy fats. Mm. And so an avocado a day makes the pooper flow bro (laughs) so an avocado a day and then mct oil in any like anything that would be cortisol spiking Mm. like caffeine or like a pre-workout or something like making sure that you have enough fats because it really supports in a sustained release of that caffeine over the course of a day and in my case and and this is you know tmi for those uh who are unfamiliar with the medicine that we kind of air everything (laughs) never tmi but i got salmonella poisoning and oddly enough which most people have like barfing and diarrhea and fevers and stuff like that which I had what felt like I was going to barf, which felt like... Felt I love that you're using the word barf. Barf, throwing up. Also, I felt like I was going to have diarrhea. But what actually happened is my pelvic floor, you know, which includes my sphincter that kind of su- supports digestion, was so locked up. It was yeah. so tight that I was constipated with intense abdominal pain and, yeah. and cramps for days. And yeah. then the worst gas you can possibly imagine. Oh, I, I was there. Yeah, and then I the, the only way that I could release my my bowels was to use a coffee enema. And when I did, it was horrific. It was, <laughs> it was just an absolute atomic bomb. Atomic bomb. And it would give me relief for a day or so. But this was about two two to three days of this this really intense cramping. And after that, after I was through it, my pelvic floor was so tight. It was so cramped that I really needed some support not being constipated. And of course my body's like, you know, we don't know what's going on here. So we're just going to tighten up. And everything was like, I'm, I'm, I'm not someone who gets constipated easily. Yeah. And it, for me, it turned into this like really, really severe pain in my lower abdomen and my uh, pelvic floor. And so what I actually did, and this was, I didn't research this or anything, but I started having a lot of avocado. I've been putting MCT oil and everything. I've been stretching my pelvic floor. <laughs> With these various poses that I that I uh, uh, I looked, I actually did look up you know male pelvic floor exercises for relaxation, and those have been really supportive. But fuck, dude, <laughs> this was no joke. It was like three weeks of like figuring things out. Like and, and salmonella then, is no joke. And you know your microbiome is just completely thrown off. I, I've been yeah. loading up immune Intel AHCC yeah. as well. I started yeah. out with like, oh, I should probably take some AHCC. Um, but I've been taking like four to six capsules a day now yeah. for a couple of weeks just to support um, the the microbiome and digestion, upping my fats. And uh, I feel way, way better. But um, all of that to say, that's what I have in my cup <laughs> is uh, Organo's King Coffee, uh, Mushy Love Latte, and a little bit of MCT oil. And it just tastes delicious. Uh, yes, it sounds delicious. And I'm so glad that you've 
figured out you're on the other side now of salmonella and you know when we first like figured out like oh it was it's salmonella because there was like a there was an outbreak in you know the there was little, a recall on a, recall. a brand that we use and yeah a, a brand that we love and trust and it's just this shit kind of happens I mean, you know it it can happen with lettuce it, can, it doesn't mean like oh i can never have this thing again because there was salmonella whatever it i mean shit gets recalled all the time and we basically i don't know how i skated through it because we were having the same you know diet basically i don't know how i completely you, avoided it there was one day where i went particularly hard on this specific it, it's milk and i had the milk in a smoothie uh in a little like healthy protein treat and then i did a pull straight from the milk <laughs> jug just because it sounded good and i i usually have you know six ounces of milk a day maybe. yeah so maybe you, like had i probably had 16 <laughs> and so it was just a little much and then yeah. and then of course on instagram i see that there's a recall and i'm like oh huh whatever that is we're like we were body. like ah it'll be fine we'll be fine <laughs> We're healthy. Yeah. <laughs> and then my whole stomach turned into a pretzel. <laughs> Sorry. I'm not laughing at you. I'm just laughing at now that we're on the other side of it. Like it, it was a lot. You and know, when you're, really... when you're in something terrible, you wonder the thought crosses your mind. Will this be forever? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely felt like that. Like, will this be forever? Yeah. yeah. Oh man. I felt really, really bad for you. And what, you know, on the tail end of this, I was there for like the first week of it, but on, on the tail end of it, I was away. I was uh, in Seattle visiting my sister, Andrea, who asked me to be her doula. And so um, this was kind of a crazy experience. I, I, I shared on the Lindsay Milis episode, you know, I'm, I'm, she asked me to be her doula and I'm taking it really seriously and I'm really honored and excited to, 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 you know, to take part and to support her in this way. And right after our uh, HPV course clear and free launched at the beginning of November, which was just so it was so much work and it, it was total labor of love. But I was like, I need like um, I need like a break from work for a little bit. And it just so happened that my sister's birth was on the other side of this launch. And so I was like, OK, I'm going to, you know, right after my launch, I'm going to head to Seattle to support my sister. And I was hoping that I would make it there in time you know, for the birth. And, uh, I showed up, I think it was the 8th of November and, uh, I was there for 10 days before she had the baby and it was great. We had wonderful quality time and everything like that. Um, but she had her baby on, uh, uh, basically 42 at 42 weeks on the dot. And it was just a mind blowing experience to be, I had never been a part of a birth from start to finish, seeing it, all the way through and it was just a really beautiful experience and going into it I I didn't really I've shared this with you but I didn't really know how I was going to feel on the other side of this you know seeing a, a live birth from start to finish from someone I love this is not like a video that I'm watching this is my sister this is my blood and um you know I was kind of like I wonder how I'll feel on the other side of this. Is it going to make me feel, is it going to make me, you know, nervous for my own birth experience or fearful or, you know, just depending on how it goes, like not really knowing how I was going to process this and what it was going to be like on the other side. And as I was reflecting after the birth, which was just beautiful and the actual birth process was just, it went so smooth and perfectly once she actually started, uh, it took her a while to get there, but the actual birth process was just flawless and perfect and witnessing it firsthand. I came out of that and was reflecting and it was just so clear to me, like 
bright as day. Like, oh, snap. Women are meant to do this. We are created to do this. I'm not saying that every woman has to have a baby or how, you know, every woman has to, you know, be pregnant or whatever at some point in their life. But she showed me that women are so strong, so capable, and the birth process is innate in us like the intelligence that exists inside the female body to 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 have a baby like you don't it's just so mind-blowing we we just we so underrate it in our culture because it's so common and and then the details of it the the intensity of it is not talked about in specificity in our world so we just have this sort of like really really cartoonish idea that you know Women have the capacity to have a baby and then it just happens and it's either gross to think about in a, in a lot of our culture, like, oh, gross. How does that happen? That's so crazy. And it just comes out of the vagina. Oh, my God. That's so nuts. <laughs> or it's just kind of like glossed over and not talked about because it has something to do with sex. And the reality is that the sheer capacity of the of the female body is so fucking mind blowing. It's It's like when. It's like staring at the seed of a tree Mm -hmm. and you're looking at it knowing it almost seems impossible that it has the potential and the capacity to become this massive tree. Yeah. And if the the female body is this capacity to become a portal of life itself, Mm -hmm. which is just wild. Yeah. The metaphysics of it is, is crazy. Like the portal of life basically, but then also to in-person experience like she was in the hospital and she was working with midwives. So she had to be induced on, you know, week f- at week 42 or else she wouldn't have been able to uh, birth with midwives. That's just how the legislature is, is set up. So she was induced and then was at the hospital. And when I arrived to the hospital, things were just starting to her contractions or surges, as I call them, her surges were getting to the point where she, you know, needed to like close her eyes and breathe through them and that was like a, at a level like three yeah and then by the time you have uh, uh, by the time the baby comes out the surges are at like level 10 right so I got there and it was you know seven hours later seven hours of me holding her hand and witnessing her and just being with her the person you know other people can't really do anything you have to just witness the woman in her in her glory basically and was holding her hand and just never not once did she say I can't do this not once did she ask for an epidural not that there's anything wrong with that but for her her ideal birth scenario was no epidural she wanted it natural she wanted to be able to feel everything and get into different positions and you just can't do that with an epidural so from the beginning she was like I I really want to do this unmedicated Um, and she did and not once did she like falter and she was just so strong and so persistent and determined to um to to have this baby naturally and it was just wonderful and beautiful to to behold and uh just mind-blowing when you see it actually happening and uh the the noises that she was making like starting out like hmm you know at a level two and then by the end she's like growling with the the intensity of it and it's just fucking primal dude and yeah shout out to andrea for letting me be a part of that and it um she 
tried to anticipate her needs as best I could. And I think it went really well. And I was a big support to her. Yeah. So um, yeah. it was a total, well done. total success. And I'm just so in awe of yeah. her and all, all women who have had a baby, like props to you. Hats off. You are incredible. Yeah, it really, really is. Yeah. Freaking cool. Well yeah. done, Andy. Well, yeah. well done, babe, for being just such an incredible support. Yeah. Yeah. And awesome. Yeah. Well, that was that was kind of the kickoff to the episode. Um, we talked about Mushy Love. We talked about King Coffee. We'll be talking about them throughout the episode today. Yeah, I realized I didn't say what was in my cup. Right, and that's yeah. kind of what I'm getting at is you have the same thing in your yeah, cup. I have King Coffee. We're sharing uh, similar drinks. And if you're interested in getting a hold of either one of these things, you can go to themedicine.com. If you go to our products, our store, you'll see Mushy Love, and you can get a hold of Mushy Love. You can always use the code MEDICINE, that's M-E-D-I-C-I-N, and get a discount. And if you are interested in getting your hands on some King Coffee, as we'll talk about today, all the benefits of it, you can also go to themedicine.com. You can navigate to our medicine cabinet, and you will see Organo products, King Coffee being one of them, uh, as well as Royal Coffee and Black Coffee, which we also use. And you can set yourself up for getting those lovely coffees in your life. Mm-hmm. You can also go to themedicine.com forward slash coffee. And it's like a whole landing page of talking about the, the different coffees and if, if you want to learn more about them. But like Chase said, we will be talking about them a little bit more in the episode later because we have a couple questions about mushrooms and elixirs and coffee and stuff. So yeah. we'll get there. Well, you ready to get into it? Yeah. The Q&A. Guys, if you haven't picked up on it by now we are not recording this via video mm -hmm. so uh if you would like to participate we're going to be posting these questions on instagram we would love to hear from you as we answer these today we want to hear what you think about our answers but even other questions that you might have pertaining to these questions uh, any comments that you might have you will see an accompanying instagram post that has these questions spelled out in some way shape or form and you can engage that way uh, we've been traveling, so we didn't have the capacity to jump into the studio and get video recorded for this episode, but you can still engage with us that way. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, so the first two questions are going to be from our speak pipe voice memo system. So I'm going to play the first one here, and then we will jump into it. One caveat on these is that we have not pre-researched our answers, so we will be hearing these for the you know first or second time so that our responses can feel a little bit more genuine. Um, and if any of these strike a chord or potentially warrant an entire separate episode, let us know, and we can definitely craft something to be a little bit more long form. But for today, these will flow uh, not just off the top of our head, but based on our experience and what's coming up for us in the moment. Hi, Chase and Mimi. Thanks so much for opening up the forum. Um, my question is, how do you prioritize what health supplements or health protocols to follow? I find myself really overwhelmed, especially with Instagram, where I feel like there's just an endless amount of health things I should be doing for myself, from parasite cleanses to buying a collagen supplement or electrolytes or buying a vitamin D supplement. And then, you know, having maybe second guesses about which company I should be purchasing from and who's real and who's not. And like, I just get so overwhelmed that I end up not doing anything about it. And at the same time, I'm trying to be mindful of my budget because 
things can get really expensive, especially if you're seeing a practitioner um, weekly at the same time, like for acupuncture or things like that. So I guess my question is, do you have any guidance on how to prioritize and how to take things step by step and like what to focus on first for health and longevity? Such a good question. This is a great question. And it's definitely not like black and white and just an easy like, oh, this is how you do it. Obviously, we can share how we approach it, um, and it, it might be a little bit different. But um, yeah, do you want to do you want to start, babe? Yeah, happy to start. <clears throat> uh, great question. This is one that that I have thought about often in my health journey, and continue to have to think about. Um, and ultimately, what helps me now is I have a hierarchy. Uh, I have a priority of what is important to me from a health standpoint yeah. that I use to orient where and when I put money towards supplementation or various health modalities which is actually it's it's we both are basically in alignment on what you're about yeah. to say like we both focus on all of these things just and, and, putting that out there. and we have these conversations all the time and yeah. it's organic this this map if you will of how to prioritize the money that you spend on wellness is constantly changing and evolving and it includes some non-negotiables as well as some a, bu- a part of that budget for testing because there are fun things coming down the pipeline all the time in the supplement world that we want to be able to try on. As you guys know, because we talk about it all the time, we try things for 30 days before we ever talk about them on the show. But backing up to how do you establish this priority list of what's important or this, this hierarchy of health and wellness, if you will. And I think it's got to be a combination of two things. It's got to be what is your body telling you? And what is the actual lab results, the blood work telling you, ideally interpreted through the lens of a professional, like a practitioner who knows labs really, really well. So the first thing I would say is annually get your blood work done yeah. at the minimum. Um, it can be two to 300 bucks to get the cheapest labs all the way up to you know thousands of dollars to get really, really nuanced granular labs done. I would say at the minimum, spend the money on like you know the lab corpse out there or the uh like there's there's a host of different even like everly well i think can Mm -hmm. do various uh blood work but having the your labs stacked with how are you feeling what i say is how are you pooping because that's going to indicate digestion how are you sleeping that's going to indicate a lot of things like energy restoration how well you're building muscle um how how well do you handle illness or a stressful environment i.e are you getting sick quarterly monthly mm-hmm. you know do you feel like you're constantly fighting something that indicates your level of immunity and then i would say sex and vitality are you horny do you for a guy are you waking up with an erection do you have nocturnal erections that's a critically important indicator of whether you are sexually vital and or you know potentially even fertile for women, are you finding yourself with a, a healthy amount of sex drive? Of course, it can cycle, but mm-hmm. at, you know, feeling se- uh, the urge to have sex, the 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 level of your vaginal secretions, like making sure that you're able to get wet, if you will, when you are horny. These yeah. things are really important to evaluate, and so having those two as your initial map will support the decisions and the prioritization of what you supplement with. Mm -hmm. So what I would say is take a look at your blood work 
if there are clear deficiencies, work with a practitioner or an expert, or if you are well-equipped enough to be able to see those deficiencies, that is your most reliable source of what you should probably be spending your money on. Next to that would be how you're feeling. Do you prior, for us, for me, I prioritize digestion, immunity, sexual vitality, and sleep. sleep. And that is where I spend money is on those supplements. Most of the time, my blood work is likely indicating when one of those is off, they're, they're one for one. There are occasions where your blood work says things are okay. But you're like, dude. Or like in a normal range. In the normal range. But, but normal is based off of other like sick Americans. It's I, not I've had optimal. This. I've had this where my blood work says I'm normal. But I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm waking up at three in the morning though. Yeah. Every morning. And yeah. I'm sleeping like four hours. This can't be great. Yeah. So I'm prioritizing supplements that address sleep. Um, your blood work might say something that you don't even feel. Mm-hmm. I would trust your practitioner or your intuition as to whether or not you should be taking something. Let's say you're low in vitamin D, but you don't really feel off. You don't really feel any different, but your labs are saying you're low in vitamin D. I would really consider trying vitamin D. Yeah. Well, because also like when we're in a deficient state for long enough, we can just kind of accept that as our baseline. If you've been low in vitamin D, just for example, if you've been low in vitamin D for three, four five years, you can get so used to that, that that is your baseline. Yeah. You're like, well, I feel fine. I feel okay. You know, I'm not on my deathbed, right. but you, uh, supplementing with something that's, you know, after you see that you're deficient, like vitamin D getting healthy levels, you, you might like, holy crap, I can't believe I was, I can't believe I wasn't doing this all along. I feel so much better. So it's, it's a combination. It's, it's, it's yeah. trial and error a little bit. So then you have this baseline of really important health factors, which we've already articulated, uh, sleep, digestion, sex, and immunity. But before you go straight to Googling best supplements for uh, sleep, there are a ton of free modalities. We talk about them all yeah. the time on yeah. this show. What are the lifestyle factors that are literally free, but will just take a little bit of effort for you to change? Are you getting sunlight in the morning? Are you sleeping next to an electronic device um, or a Wi-Fi router and your sleep's fucked up? Um, are you watching a ton of porn? Are you exposing yourself to xenoestrogens and these plastics and consuming non-organic food and eating bullshit processed food. Um, I mean, the list goes on and yeah, on and yeah, on. Yeah. Um, are you not simple stuff, right? Like I still believe in, in washing your hands and you know, if you're around a bunch of like unhealthy people mm -hmm. and you're not supporting yourself through uh, you know, environmental exposure to different, you know, lanes of, of wellness, you know, just being really mindful about how you take care of your, your body. For instance, if I touch a receipt, I am, and I, I try not to, but I wash my hands immediately before I touch my eyes and my nose and my balls. It's really important. Yeah. So there are free, are you grounding? Are you getting your f yeah. feet in the earth? If, if you're, and, and we're, we're talking about this in the lane of like, uh, it, you know, sh part of her question was talking about budgeting. 
because it can get really expensive, yeah. you know, if you if you have all these supplements and, and we know <laughs> just as well as anyone how expensive it can get, especially if you're if you are um, lit up by health and wellness and it's 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 like a, a hobby for you. It can stack up to where you're spending an ungodly amount of money on supplements and some of them you may not need because there might be free modalities that can support your body. Yeah. And really, we should go to those things first anyways, right? Like we should, if you're having trouble sleeping, then, you know, the next question is like, am I ever getting my eyes on the sunrise and or sunset to help balance and regulate my circadian rhythm? That's free 99. So... As we're talking about budgeting, Chase is mentioning free modalities. Yeah. Um, you know, before you start to like cut things out or or like, oh, I can't afford this or can't afford that. Like, what can what can you do that's free that's going to support your body in that way? Um, I do want to back up just a, a second and and talk about the the blood work piece. Yes, I think a full blood panel is really important to do. Um, something else that can be beneficial that we haven't done yet, but it's like on our our, our to-do list to do like ASAP is genetic testing where they're looking at your genes and seeing how uh, how capable are you of breaking down certain nutrients. Right. So, for example, <clears throat> folic acid and methylated folate. 40% of people can't break, ha they have a gene that prevents them basically from breaking down folic acid. So then it builds up in the body and causes all sorts of problems. And then, so those people are going to want to get methylated folate, which is just a more bioavailable, uh, bioavailable form of folate. And so then your body is, you're able to actually receive those nutrients where before you weren't able to. So if you get this genetic testing done, which we're doing very soon, and we want to do like a whole episode on this uh, coming up, but after, after we do it, I've just recently been like sort of energized and invigorated in this to really understand my genes. And you only have to do this testing once. Um, we listened to an episode of Joe Rogan with Gary Brecka, B-R-E-C-K-A. You can look him up on Instagram or, or Google him. Uh, he is incredible and he has this uh, genetic testing that you can do to find out where your genes are at and then supplement based off of your your specific genetics so it's not just about blood work because you also need to understand where you're at from a genetic standpoint and which nutrients you might not be able to break down in the right way and then adjust accordingly to get the methylated or whatever version of that supplement that is going to fill in those nutritional deficiencies better than just any old supplement definitely yeah no that's a that's a great point i think <clears throat> And I mentioned it briefly in the what can you do almost for free, but it's not free because you have to spend money on it. But that would be the quality of your food and eating a diverse variety of really whole, organic, clean food, both from a protein standpoint like meats, um, as well as fruits and vegetables. And why I say that is because what I found in my health journey is a lot of the problems come down to vitamin and mineral deficiencies that I should be getting in my food. And I've been too dogmatic in the way that I've ate in the past and I'm not eating with enough enough diversity. I'm not eating with seasonality and things that are in season or I'm not prioritizing, especially years and years ago, the quality of the food that I'm eating. Biodynamic, organic was not something that I was doing five mm -hmm. or six years ago even. Yeah. And so the deficiencies that I thought were maybe hormonal, like, oh my God, my testosterone's low. I better go find a, an aromatase inhibiting herb that can 
block my estrogen such such that it stimulates my testosterone. And of course, I might get a little short-term benefit from that. But the the problem was is that I was actually low in uh, something like uh, oh fuck, what's the the one that's it's uh, but even iron, vitamin D, um, magnesium. Um, I'm forgetting the one that starts with a B. Boron, and these can be just from your food mm-hmm. and your diet, and yeah. making sure that you're getting electrolytes. And so a lot of times your upstream solutions are going to come from your diet. Yeah, I think um, to kind of wrap this question up, focus on what are your priorities. And that's a combination of how do you feel and looking at your blood work. And then, um, you know, if you can only, say, uh, budget in or if you can only afford, say, $100 of supplementation per month, um, look at your priorities. And those might change with different seasons and cycles of your life. Um, But really focus on, like, what is my priority based on my blood work, based on how I feel. Um, And then from there, try to look for supplements that have multiple benefits. So for example, AHCC, Immune Intel AHCC, we take every single day. I've taken it every day for the past six years because it has so many benefits in the body. It's not just boosting your immune system. Like that's what people think that it's an immune booster. It's not, it's an immune regulator. It's helping to regulate and modulate the immune system. Not only that, but it also helps to regulate stress hormones in the body like cortisol, um, which directly impact our immune health. It's also an amazing, very potent antioxidant. So it's, you know, battling these free radicals that, you know, contribute to premature aging. It's also really great at lowering systemic inflammation. So this is just one example of a supplement that I take every single day because it has so many different benefits in the body. Um, In addition to that, things like vitamin D, amazing benefits for immunity and for uh, hormone health and things like that. Something else, uh, you know, colostrum has a lot of different benefits. So these are all things that we take on a daily basis because they have so many different benefits. Um, And, you know, speaking to like your priorities and uh, supplements that have multiple benefits, one is also like a prenatal. I currently take a prenatal Um, not because I'm, you know, about to have a baby or anything, but I'm trying to prep my body so that when I get there, when we get there, um, my body is like overflowing with nutrients and prenatals. Uh, the one that I use comes from the, the brand called we natal W E N A T A L. And this is a super high quality one with methylated folate, for example, um, and this has uh, is packed prenatals are packed with minerals and vitamins and nutrients that the body needs to literally create a baby so these are just a few of the supplements that we use on a daily basis that have multiple benefits so definitely something to think about there yeah pay attention to w- with with what you're eating because just getting an education around the foods that you eat and having an understanding of what vitamins and minerals are included will help you as you look at other supplements out there and be like, I'm already getting this. I'm already getting this in my diet, so I'm good. And then adaptogens. Adaptogens are incredible. They're mm-hmm. adaptogenic in nature. Immunomodulating. That's what AHCC has the capacity to do. And so it hits a multitude of benefits by just having something that is this very adaptogenic, uh, supporting, holistic supplement in your you know, medicine cabinet. And that is the reason we ride so hard for mushrooms. Mm-hmm. And we're so passionate about them is that mushrooms are adaptogenic in nature. And it is a upstream 
it's already even called a supplement, right? Because it's just a form of what comes from the earth directly. Mm -hmm. And so it's one of the reasons we love mushrooms so, so much. But um, I would say that if your blood work doesn't suggest you need it and you don't feel any benefit from it, don't spend your money on it. Yeah. It's okay to try something out. You know, budget a little bit of a testing uh, section of how much you spend on supplements quarterly. Mm -hmm. Maybe you spend $100 every three months on a new supplement just to see if it, it works. Because you know what? I've tried things that I would never have expected would be life-changing for me. And all of a sudden they're life-changing for me, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. If you don't feel like you need to do a parasite cleanse, you don't need to do a parasite cleanse. Mm -hmm. But if you go in and get labs and you're talking to a practitioner and you've got all the signs of maybe potentially having a parasite infection, get it done, you know? Yeah. Um, The other thing that I I wanted to say here is... We could probably do an entire episode on this question. I know, clearly. Yeah, we're like 30 minutes in. Um, Some of the other questions will go pretty quickly, but... (laughs) Um, this is a really important thing. And, and, you know, in the world of health and wellness, we can all just get totally bombarded. So I think that this is worth the time, you know, that we're talking about it. Um, on the, on the topic of budgeting too, I would say, look at your entire life. And if health is a priority, health and longevity is a priority, feeling better is a priority to you. Look at your life and where you're spending money on things that aren't contributing to you feeling better. Right. For instance, it's really normal for people in their 20s and 30s to go out every weekend and go to the bars or, you know, go to the club or spend money on drinking or socializing or going out to eat, you know, every Friday and Saturday. That gets really expensive. And if it's not directly contributing to your health, if that's your dream right now, then maybe pull back on some of the drinking or going out or maybe it's not that maybe it's you go by a coffee shop every day and you're spending six dollars on a latte when you could be drinking king coffee that's a dollar 30 per cup and supporting your entire body so it's not just about um you know not being able to afford supplements but also like looking at the rest of your life and maybe pulling out of areas where it's like mm, i you know i could i could spend less money on this and put that towards my health um even if it's just for a short time um and then um i did want to bring up some other thing um oh you mentioned um, parasite cleansing. Maybe you don't have the $500 that it takes to get all the supplements for a, a legit parasite cleanse, but maybe you start with coffee enemas, right? Right. Like that's a, like I just said, like we use King coffee. You can just use water too. Um, that can definitely totally. flush out some parasites. So that's a, you know, yeah, you have to get the kit, but that's a, a minimal expense. And then you're using water and or coffee that's about $1.30 per serving. Um, there are ways to get around the really expensive protocols yeah. and just start slow with something like a coffee enema. Yeah, for a, totally. I bring up parasite cleansing too because you brought it up and she mentioned it in her question. Yeah, you can take lemon water, um, salt, ginger, cinnamon and take drink a big glass of that every single morning and do coffee enemas and that is anti-parasitic mm-hmm. that yeah. alone and you don't have to spend the 50 dollars a bottle on a on a you know three or four bottle parasite cleanse yeah yeah i know we touched on a lot there but hopefully that was helpful Lindsay. shout out thank you for your question <coughs> and uh you ready to go to the next one yes all right Hi, Mimi and Chase. It's Nikki. I was wondering, have either of you ever had a spiritual experience or encounter that to this day uh, you can't quite explain, or it may have changed your perspective on life or a certain event completely? Love this. Great question, Nikki. Switching gears here. Thank you, Nikki. Um, We love you. 
She's a she's an OG. Um, this is a great question. Have you had a spiritual experience that you can't explain or that has basically changed your perspective on life completely? And I would say, speaking high level, we both have had multiple spiritual experiences that have really changed things for us. Definitely. I wish that I was someone who was channeling entities every day <laughs> in just a completely sober state. I wish that I was the kind of person who had spirit guides show up to me in my waking life and, you know, tell me to go left instead of right. I am not that kind of person. I'm way too in my rational brain on a daily basis. I have had, you know, moments where you're in a, uh, a sound healing environment or maybe a group. Um, you know, Burning Man is the most just crazy, spiritual, beautiful environment. Um, but most of my intensely spiritual moments have been on psychedelics. And I've got a host of stories if we ever wanted to get into that. Uh, but the most profound for me was the first time I ever did a really, really heavy dose of mushrooms. And it was in a facilitated environment with a, you know, shaman and um, with a really, really intentional process. And because uh, I had recreationally done some, you know, psychoactives and this was totally different. At the time, I was... Uh, warming up to spirituality, let's say, after five plus years in a very scientific, uh, materialistic mindset. And I'd gotten to this point where I was agnostic. Like, there's probably a higher intelligence behind this life experience. If you want to call it God, great. I'm not totally comfortable with that yet, but there is something very, very intelligent behind this, and we are likely playing out some level of an algorithm that we will never be able to comprehend, but that it's just sort of emotionless. We make up meaning through the fear of our own lack of knowing why the fuck we're here. And so at best, emotions and love and things that feel good are a combination of chemicals that interact in our brain, and we're never going to really know. So the best thing you can do is just try to be pleasant through the process. That's, this is the story you were telling yes. yourself about. Your life experience and why we're yeah. all here. And I'm everything. 28 years old at this point. I'm divorced. Had been divorced for two years. I'm okay. I'm not depressed, but I'm not like I don't have this fervor for life. And uh, but but psychedelics had fascinated me. And of course, I'd done them on a smaller scale, a little bit more recreationally. But I this in this case, it was partaking in a in a full blown journey ceremony, and. Um, Totally life-changing. It was uh, completely out of body. I entered into this, you know, metaphysical realm where I experienced love to a to a completely new height. And uh, in that experience, and this is where I don't have the words to explain it, um, but was significant and totally changed my life from that point on. Was I interacted with this this form of light at the time? I I didn't know how how to explain it except to to say that this was love itself. This was God itself. And I was like literally on my knees, like picture Moses in the burning bush type of symbolism. And I'm on my knees just interacting with this thing and uh, had this noetic sense, this real downloadable feeling that I had not allowed myself to experience love up to that point in my life. Um, and that all of my rationalism was really just this prison that I'd kept myself in. And I was only ever... Um, intellectualizing life and I had never just opened myself up vulnerably to the transcendent experience of life 
uh, of love, you know, the, these things that go beyond definitions. And I just limited myself to only things that could be defined. And, um, you know, y y we had been divorced and not talked for years. And you, your presence was very, uh, very much prominent in this journey. And I really felt like you were with me in this experience, which was also um, really, really incredible as we then that that very year started mm -hmm. to have a friendship again. And I left this and there's a host of other things that came through immense gratitude for my parents and the life that they lived. Um, but I, I came out of this experience and I'm still, you know, unpacking it to this day, but with a clear, cl very, very clear knowing that there is an experiential element to the life experience that is beyond what we can define or scientifically articulate that can only be known through love and through experience and that I had been cutting myself off to that. And so from that point on, I have had this massive openness as it pertains to spirituality um, and to God, however you want to define that, uh, with a deep curiosity and interest for getting to know it on an intimate level, mm -hmm. which can mean anything. But from that moment on, I'm open to prayer. I'm open to meditation. I'm open to spirit guides and angels and, uh, you know, ascended masters. And uh, I'm not saying I believe any of these completely, but I'm so open to all of these things. And it kicked off for me in a, a life, a passion for what is this inexplainable experience we call love and God and light and connection um, because for me, I use the analogy, but I believed that music was the notes on the page prior to this point. But what I had never actually done was listened and felt and heard the music. Mm -hmm. So I knew that there was music, but I defined it by the limited script of the music on the page. And after that experience, which felt like the first time of hearing music, I'm very aware that what is more profound is experiencing music through listening and, and, and the art of that, uh, side of life. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's, that was the, probably the most significant and life changing at that point for me. Yeah. That's beautiful. Thanks for Thank sharing, you. babe. Yeah. I mean, I, <sighs> those experiences are so important because it basically relieves, at least for me, I've, I've had similar ones and I am sure you would agree here, but it, it like relieves the pressure also of like having to convince anyone around you that this is real or, you know, convincing people of your way of seeing the world because you've already experienced it. Like, it's like, oh, it's totally fine if you believe something different. This is my experience this is what literally flowed through my psyche yeah. through my soul and i had a, a legitimate experience it's not someone else telling you this is how it goes this is how it works which is how we were raised in in a religious format um of of teaching and learning and you that just like melts away and you, now you're left with an experience that you you can never forget it's not like it's not like you know uh coming out of it, you just like, Oh, that was, that was cool. That was nice. No, it's like in your DNA yeah. now. It's like, it's really, really powerful. Um, I would say for me, um, in general with plant medicine and psychedelic experiences in general, they have re, um, I guess reinforced 
helped me realize that so many of the answers that I previously would go outside of myself for, um, you know, most of my life, it was through the religious lens of like reading the Bible, listening to pastors, listening to Bible study leaders, listening to teachers, listening to parents. You're looking outside of yourself all the time for answers. And in general, my plant medicine experiences have helped me realize that the answers exist within me. I'm not saying that I'm never going to seek anyone else's, you know, help or advice or anything like that or wisdom, of course, but so many of the answers that I seek actually live in me. And if I get still enough and quiet enough and really tap in and stay centered with my soul, then I can, I can, you know, I can hear those, those nuggets of wisdom. And, um, I, I just think that it's such a, it's such a beautiful way to move through life. Like before you go outside of yourself, um, checking within your own psyche, within your own soul for the answer first, and then going out from there rather than outside in. Um, it's just, it feels more genuine and authentic for me moving through life. So that's kind of in general. Um, I would say I have two experiences. I'll, I'll, I'll keep these somewhat quick, but the first time that we engaged in mushrooms and, and participated with mushrooms together, um, it was a, it was a pretty low dose. It wasn't anything high. Like we were, we were, you know, outside walking around, but it was my first experience and it was with you and we had just, just freshly got back together and we were in San Diego walking around and it just felt like <laughs> the, the color, like the, the, the color dial of the entire world just like turned up the volume and I was able to see things so much brighter and clearer and like everything just looks shinier and more beautiful. And even you, your eyes, I remember thinking to myself, maybe I even said it out loud. I don't know, but how have I never really seen his eyes before after staring at your eyes for like what seemed like five minutes, just the most beautiful things that I've ever seen. And I was just like, so in love with you and your being and Um, I had an experience, we were sitting on some rocks on the San Diego Bay, just you and I, and um, I was closing my eyes and it was just a kaleidoscope of colors and just beautiful, just explosions of colors that I feel like I've never even seen before. And I just, I didn't want to open my eyes. It was so beautiful. And then I got the urge to open my eyes and I literally heard within myself a voice that came from somewhere inside of me saying, hold on, we're going to show you. And I was like, what? So I kept my eyes closed. And then there was just this even more expansive and extravagant explosion of golds and oranges and yellows that was just like mind blowing. And it, it was just so odd for me, odd and beautiful, but It was the first time that I had really heard a voice from within myself. It wasn't with my ears. It was like I felt I heard it with my cells kind of situation. And after that moment, like I opened my eyes, I had tears in my eyes and I looked at you and I was like, this is going to sound crazy, but I just like heard a voice within myself. And um, I had never heard that before. And, And you just smiled at me and looked at me and you said, that was your soul. And I was like, oh my God, 
you're right. And it was a simple thing, but it, it really like helped me understand that I can have this relationship with my soul, with my higher self, whatever you want to call it. And um, it was just a, a beautiful, um, it almost felt like um, uh, a reunion mm-hmm. because I had been so far away from the center of myself the whole time we were divorced. I was just in, in a dusty place and it got better and better as we, you know, got back together. But it was just like this reunion with my soul. And then it, what made it even more beautiful was because I got to share that with you. And it was like our souls over the three years that we were separated and divorced, it's like our souls were trying to get back to each other. Or maybe they knew that we would get back to each other and they were just waiting for our physical bodies to catch up Mm -hmm. because we had this moment like walking away from the rocks. We hugged and um, you said something like, you know, our souls are just like, welcome to the party. Like we've been waiting for you guys. Like we've been here, we've been together and we've just been waiting for your physical bodies to catch up. It was, it was just so poignant. Yeah. And I will never forget that feeling. And it was shared because I was in it with you. Yeah. And, it, and it, we were in a shared uh, domain that was really, really spiritual. And, and there's only a few times where I've had, and it's always been with you, but where we have such similar journeys, if you will. And it's funny because this wasn't like a high dose of no, it psychedelics. No, it was pretty which low. Which just goes to show you what, what spirituality and the openness to that kind of um, experience can actually shake out for you yeah. to be. But it was a really shared moment. We wept, you know, we were oh, just yeah. uncontrollably Puddles. weeping because this was just so, so certain that yeah. we had been doing this life experience on another plane over and over and over mm-hmm. and over again. And there was a, there was a simplicity to it. Like, yeah, guys, welcome to the party. Yeah. Like you've been doing this for a long time. You're going to continue to be doing this for a long time. And, and, uh, you know, you may as well just lean into it. Yeah. Like, like yeah. this isn't that serious. Why have you been taking things so seriously? <laughs> We're in this. We're always yeah. going to be in this. You may as well lean into this. Mm-hmm. And it was really, really special. Yeah. yeah. I'll leave the other story for, for another time as that one took a little bit longer than I thought it would to explain. But um. Yeah, and, the, and these next questions coming up, we'll, we can get through quicker. They're, they're a little more rapid fire. Um, would love to say, though, as, we, as yeah. we have a break here, it is the holiday season. And uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, uh, we love being able to offer our products at a discount. Um, and the various brands that we work with offering those at a discount. But... We also want to be able to give for free peop- and in line with the with what we talked just talked about yeah. around this around the budgeting question. These things can be expensive and you guys deserve to try some of these for free. Mm-hmm. So in the month of December, we're going to be doing what we call the 12 days of wellness where we'll be giving away 12 different I say products, but in a lot of cases, these are bundles of products. Mm-hmm from 12 brands that we work with. This is ClearStem, this is Organifi, this is Keon, um, this is Ion, as well as our products, Mushy Love, HCC. So starting on December 7th through December 18th, we will be giving away one per day for anyone who enters uh, one of these products or one of these bundle of products uh, for 12 days in a row. Mm -hmm. And so if you wanna be a part of this giveaway, um, your chances are really good. We're we're gifting 12 different people 
these these products or bundles. These bundles are like two to f- sometimes four products, which is like hundreds of dollars. Hundreds sometimes. of dollars, yeah. So we need to add it up. On it, it might be close to like three thousand yeah. dollars worth of products. I don't know. We need to add it up. But if you want to have a chance to win one of these prizes, then you need to get on our Medicine Drop newsletter, which goes out every week. And by the way, aside from this giveaway, we do a giveaway every single week. We're giving away a product every single week with our Medicine Drop giveaway. This one is just like more, it's it's just heftier. It's more concentrated. We're giving away 12 products in 12 days. So um, we will have a link in the show notes for the Medicine Drop. If you are not already on our newsletter, make sure you check spam or junk. Sometimes they get filtered out. Um, but we'll have a link in the show notes if you want to be a part of the 12 Days of Wellness giveaway. Yeah. Really stoked for this, and we'll we'll be giving more details as to what specifically these giveaways will look like. But a uh, link in the show notes, and we can't wait to see who gets to win. Yeah. All right. Next question. Um, I will just keep these anonymous. What's the difference between King Coffee and Mushy Love? Are they all caffeine free? I have a lot of health issues, but also deal with bad skin and a bubbly gut, so I'd be curious to try one of them. Okay. So. Basically, I'll start with the difference between King Coffee and Mushy Love. I know we talk about a lot of different elixirs and powders and supplements. I can see how for a new listener or a new follower, it might get confusing. So let's break it down. King Coffee comes from a company called Organo. Organo has many different products and, and, and you know skincare and protein and this and that. The only products that we use from Organo are the three coffees, King Coffee, Royal Coffee, and Black Coffee. And then they also have mushroom powder uh, capsules that we use, mostly the Reishi Spore powder capsules. So we only use the coffees and the capsules from Organo. Uh, The King Coffee is a mixture of Reishi uh, Spore powder and organic mold-free coffee. They come in individual packets, and it's just those two ingredients, reishi spore powder and organic coffee. So it is like a coffee supplement. It, it has coffee in it, so it's not caffeine-free. There's about 100 milligrams of, of caffeine per packet and about 250 milligrams of the spore powder. The reishi, uh, reishi spore powder is, we've already said before, reishi is... It's so supportive of basically every major system in the body um, from cognition to immune health to hormonal health to cardiovascular to respiratory health. It's antiparasitic, antiviral, antibacterial. It is supportive of just about everything in the body. Um, And we love the taste. So we drink it on a daily basis. Uh, So it is like it is a coffee. Uh, So it is not caffeine free. And then there's a few differences with the royal and the black, which you guys, if you want to go deep into that, then go to themedicine.com forward slash coffee and you can look at the differences between those coffees. Um, But Mushy Love is our OG mushroom elixir that we created from scratch in our kitchen. And it is caffeine free. 
Um, we don't use it as a coffee supplement or a substitute, but some people do. If they want that warm cup of something, but they, for whatever reason, can't have caffeine, some people use it as like a coffee substitute in the morning. We personally don't. We still drink coffee. We add it in in other ways. Um, we do have it in the morning. We mix it with like chocolate Organifi protein and mix it with hot water. And it's a really beautiful chocolatey cinnamon swirly drink before having coffee. Um, or in the afternoon or in yeah. the evening. Cause you don't want <coughs> caffeine all day long. Right. Yeah. So like that's one of the reasons mushy love is so killer is because mm -hmm. you can have it any time of the day and it's not going to spike your, yeah. your cortisol. You can also throw a scoop into like a vanilla or chocolate protein shake. It's really, really delicious. We've had people put it in oatmeal, in yogurt, um, in, you know, baking with cookies or, or muffins. Um, then I really like it as a nightcap with some steamed milk. Um, throwing it in there is, is a really beautiful nightcap. Some people say that the mushrooms can be sort of like energizing to them. We use chaga and tremella, like Angie Check, for instance. Right. She was like, oh, I figured out that I can't really have it at night because it is stimulating to me. But for me and for you, we can have it at night and we're fine. So there's some individualization here. Um, but we use chaga and tremella. There's 500 milligrams of each in, in every serving. And these are badass, super high quality, the highest quality mushrooms out there. Um, they are test third party tested. They're all organic, um, just super high quality, top shelf. And chaga mushroom is really great for hair, for skin, for gut digestion. Um, it's also a really great antioxidant. Um, chaga is the most potent antioxidant in the world, in the natural world. Um, and then tremella mushroom is wonderful for beauty and hydration and skin health. She's called the beauty queen mushroom um, because she holds 500 times her weight in water. So it helps to keep your cells hydrated. So that's a little bit about mushy love and king coffee and some of the differences. Do you want to add anything? The only thing I would add is that with mushy love, we intentionally put 500 milligrams of tremella and 500 milligrams of chaga in there because most if not all elixirs coffees lattes that include mushrooms out there that are mainstream are going to be maybe one third of that amount yeah you're likely not get 500 milligrams is the effective dose of each one of these mushrooms yeah the minimum and so if you want efficacy with these mushrooms and you want a delicious taste experience yeah that is much you love you can find efficacy by getting raw mushroom powders out there they don't taste great yeah. <laughs> you can get fluffy, delicious mushroom lattes and coffees out there. They don't have hardly any mushrooms they in them. They have a fairy dusting. And so this is white space in the marketplace <clears throat> and why we created it. And I love the hydrating mm -hmm. digestion element to this product, which is why I have it first thing in the morning. I chug water in the morning. I was for the longest time, and I'm sure many people resonate with this, going pee all the time. I'm like, why am I not retaining this? Well, Tremella is really, really supportive of the water retention, of the hydration in the body, and it really sets me up to actually feel hydrated mm -hmm. throughout my day, which is so, so, so important. Yep. <clears throat> it, oh, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, we got another question, which actually just yeah. dovetails really nicely with, with the answer to this, and we can keep it quick, which is just, they asked, outside of Mushy Love and HCC, do you supplement with mushroom powders or any other mushroom liquids? So quickly, we've already mentioned this. Outside of Mushy Love and HCC, Organo Coffee and the Organo Capsules. So King Coffee, we also use Black, and we also use Royal. 
and then we take the reishi spore capsules when we only when we really feel like we need an extra boost in something like mm -hmm. like i took them after i had salmonella and mm -hmm. because there was a, a bacterial element to this and it's it's so antibacterial or if i'm potentially doing a parasite cleanse it's anti-parasitic i might take king coffee and some of the reishi spore capsules um and then organifi organifi i've i've been a part of organifi and with organifi for uh as long as time exists and uh almost every product we have mushrooms in them mm -hmm. all of the the superfood blends the original products outside of green juice so you're talking red you're talking gold uh pure um immunity immunity they all have mushrooms in them and so one of the things i love about organifi is that adds a really beautiful lifestyle element to taking healthy adaptogens like mushrooms um we also even offer capsules now focus if you like lion's mane uh i would nudge you towards focus uh, because it's got a, it's got 1,000 milligrams or one gram of lion's mane, which is a really effective dose that you'll likely feel uh, the cognitive benefits of. And then when it comes to just raw mushroom powders itself, I would definitely point you to real mushrooms. And we've we are longtime friends with real mushrooms. They are absolutely awesome. They're getting high quality mushroom uh, powders, and you can get them both in capsules um, as well as the raw powder itself. If you are sensitive to the way that they taste on their own, maybe not wanting to have raw powder. You might want to go for the capsules or go for something like um, Mushy Love or Organifi. Uh, I love Lion's Mane. I love Cordyceps. I love um, Turkey Tail. There's so many mushrooms. But I actually prioritize Tremella, Chaga, AHCC, which is shiitake mushroom, um, and then Reishi. Outside mm -hmm. of that, I find that some of the other lifestyle factors, some of the other supplements that I take in my life, you know, cordyceps is so good for energy, for instance, but I take electrolytes and I take uh, amino acids and I don't need extra energy all the time. Um, lion's mane really helps with cognitive support and I love it on occasion and I love, I love the Organifi products that we have, but I don't take lion's mane every single day. Mm -hmm. I'm getting cognitive support from a host of other spaces. Yeah. So in the same way that we answered the first question, as far as like, how do you prioritize things? That's how I prioritize mushrooms is Mushy Love, Immune Intel AHCC, and King Coffee, where mm -hmm. I'm getting Reishi, Tremella, Chaga, and um, what, did I, what else was there? Shiitake. Shiitake. Yeah. I mean, you're with those, those you're covering basically all the bases yeah. that you would need for mushrooms. Right. So, um, yeah, I echo everything you just said. Um, the only thing I will add is, you know, if you're looking into Organifi, we have a 20% off discount at all times. Discount Mimi Fit, M-I-M-I-F-I-T. And Real Mushrooms, the discount is Mimi, M-I-M-I. Okay, next question is a dental question. Mm, I gotta, I'll let you take it away. <laughs> I get to roll up my sleeves and put my dental nerd hat on for all the new listeners. If you didn't know, I am technically a registered dental hygienist used to practice clinically for seven years but now I do not practice anymore but I'm still a tooth nerd at heart so I get dental questions all the time from people okay this was a recent question my gums are constantly inflamed I use a Sonicare toothbrush with Boca toothpaste and use burst floss three to four times per week are there rinses or other products that I should be using to help this constant inflammation she went to the dentist recently and her hygienist had told her basically that um, she did the, you know, perio charting where they go like three, two, three, three, two, four, four, three, four, all those little numbers. What they're doing is they're measuring your 
gingival inflammation. And so her hygienist had told her basically it's worse than it was last time. So I went through a series of, you know, asking her questions and this and that, but I thought this was good to share on the podcast as well because gingival inflammation is really common. I can see it when people smile. Um, and so the, the, with her, I was, you know, I asked her a series of questions, but I basically wanted to start with the lowest hanging fruit. You know, what is your oral hygiene, self-care at home process? Like, what are you doing for your teeth? And this is how, if I was her hygienist, this is where I would start. She said she used a Sonicare um, with Boca toothpaste and she uses the burst floss that we use and she's flossing three to four times per week. Okay, so we can work within that right there. There's some things that we can change and tweak just to see if that helps. Using a Sonicare toothbrush, you want to make sure that's, that's what we use. I would recommend doing it twice a day for sure, if not three times. And you want to make sure that you are pointing the bristles up towards the gum line or down towards the gum line, depending on where you're at. The, the bristles should be half on the teeth and half on the gums. You really want to focus on the gum line gently, of course, but some people just focus on the teeth and you're not really getting, you know, the gums. So definitely focus on the gums. She's using Boca toothpaste. I think that's okay. I've never used them personally. Um, we use and love living libations and they use use no artificial or gross or synthetic ingredients. It's all natural ingredients. Um, they put a ton of minerals in their toothpaste and ancient herbs, things like neem and, and all of these wonderful things. So I pointed her towards living libations and I was sa I said, everyone I've ever, you know, talk to about living libations absolutely loves it start there um and i pointed her to the triple mint enamelizer toothpaste um and with the flossing i told her okay you're flossing three to four times a week you you should be flossing daily like we want to yeah. get in between the teeth on a daily basis um three to four times is good but you can just increase and see if that helps so uh that's where i started um, and then she asked about rinses and other products. I said, yeah, you can totally rinse. Um, definitely would not recommend any store-bought like alcohol-based rinse. Like, um, you know, there's, what are the scope? And um, I don't even know Lysol, the rinses. Lysol? Lysol is a cleaning agent. Or, but it's like, it's like Listerine. Listerine, Listerine yeah, yeah. I don't even know the brands it anymore. Like I'm so far removed from buying dental products in the store but it's a natural color like blue and green yeah, right. <laughs> yeah it's like Powerade I rinse. would never recommend an alcohol-based rinse for anyone ever 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 it dries out your tissues it is not helpful for it feels like tingly but that's the alcohol that's yeah. like basically attacking your teeth and gums never recommend those um, I recommend if you're going to use something, if you want to swish with something, swish with, swish with coconut oil or Living Libations has a swishing serum that we use, um, that, that we have and that I use from time to time when I, I feel like I want to um, want to swish something. Um, but you're better off using a spoonful of coconut oil, honestly, yeah. than anything uh, that you're going to buy on the store shelf. Um, and or then even, even like, uh, this is bro science, <laughs> but... You know, one of the reasons the Living Libations toothpastes uh, are so great are th is that there's baking soda yeah. and sodium sea and sea salt. Magnesium, calcium, like... You know, we'll, we'll have a little, you know, canker sore or maybe you've had a little too much sugar over the holidays and you get one of those little tongue pimple things. Yeah. And uh, literally just where I used to rinse my mouth out with salt water, 
and baking soda or something, mm-hmm. which I still think is a good option if you've got like a mouth wound of any kind. Little baking soda, little sea little salt. sea salt. Yeah. You're, you're in good shape with warm water. Great. Even like sore throat, gargling, old school shit from your grandma. Like, yeah. <laughs> we still work sometimes. Yeah. But that's in the living libations toothpaste. Mm-hmm. So when you're brushing, don't rinse your mouth out all the way. Mm-hmm. Like brush your teeth. Do a quick rinse, but leave some of that on the teeth yeah, as you go to spit. bed. Just spit. Just spit. Or if you want to completely rinse it out because you, you're worried you're just shuffling around the bacteria, take a little bit of your dry brush and put some of just a tiny bit of the living libations on there and just kind of like brush it around yeah. your mouth before you go to bed. It's your, your teeth will feel like a million bucks in the morning. Honestly, like what I get from people and what I said the first time we used living libations, oh. I was like, my mouth feels alive. Yeah, it, it feels like sparkling and vital. It cleans. I have a, I've had a mouth retainer since I got my braces off in eighth grade. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm OCD, so I've worn it every night. You and I both, babe. It will clean the, the retainer. Yeah. I don't yeah. have to brush or soak my retainer because the toothpaste that I'm using is cleaning my teeth and the retainer. And I swear, since we've started using the neem toothpaste at night, I like my like the bad breath that you wake up with, just oh. everyone wakes up with. I breathe rainbows like, in the morning. It's like <laughs> I breathe unicorn farts. Yeah, I know. <laughs> in my face. It's beautiful. No, honestly, like the bad breath situation is like 10% of what it used to be yeah. just using like regular old toothpaste. Um, I will say though that we've gotten some feedback from people who try the neem toothpaste and not everyone loves it. I know. It's a, it's it's a crazy different, I love it. I know we, we love it. It's like a spiced, almost cinnamony type so flavor. Salty. It's, it's, so salty. it's very salty. Chase is a salty boy. He loves salt. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a weird Google search. <laughs> salty boy (laughs) (laughs) you are there's never enough salt for you but um we love it just just know that the living libations toothpaste none of them have like bs in them they don't have sweeteners they don't have all the like fake uh, sugar alcohol xylitol they don't use any of that so it's not it might be a little bit of a transition into this type of toothpaste but trust me your teeth, your gums, everything will be better off for it. Um, the last question I asked her was, well, are you taking any medications? Sometimes with persistent gingival inflammation, they can be tied to certain medications. So that's there, just something to look at. Um, and then if you want to learn more about our my dental health tips um, and uh, you know, just dial in your oral health a little bit more, I would recommend our dental health podcast series. This is episode 79, 84, and 94 if you want to dive deep into holistic dental health. so Love it. Oh, okay. The last thing that I want to say about the gingival inflammation, if you're having regular gingival inflammation and you feel like you've hit all these things that I've talked about, your oral hygiene is on point, you're not taking any medications, something else that you can do to keep inflammation down in the mouth is tape your mouth at night. So I've been taping, mouth taping for the last like two years and I will never not do it. It's so much better. You, you will be breathing through your nose, which has a host of benefits. Um, but when you breathe through your mouth, that air passing over your gums and your tissues all night, every night is really dehydrating and they can get inflamed from that. Um, I could always tell when I was a hygienist, I could always tell the little kids and people that came in who were mouth breathers because they would have specific patterns of gingival inflammation and based on their, because of their uh, mouth breathing basically. So 
if you haven't looked into mouth tape, whether you have gingival inflammation or not, you definitely should. It's an uh, absolute game changer. And now you're even on board with it too. Oh, yeah. It's been noticeably uh, supporting my sleep quality and my HRV when I wake up is always higher when I have mouth tape. Yep, yep, yep. Love it. So check it out. Two more questions. We can rapid fire these. The first one uh, says, I recently listened to your podcast episode, Turning 33, that we did over the summer, by the way. And I just loved what you, what both of you and Chase shared. In particular, I found what Chase had to say about his liver cleanse so incredibly interesting. I'd love to hear more about this, as I'm sure others might too. Can you walk through what Chase did during his cleanse and what he experienced in more detail? Well, I'll try to be quick here because I can get long-winded. I know. We're like, everyone, we're like rapid fire. And then it's like that. <laughs> but to recap, I had talked about the fact that something that helped my sleep that was totally, I was totally unaware of was how important the health of your liver is. And I was talking to Shanai, who's the formulator of Organifi's products. And I was like, God, I wake up at three or four in the morning, almost, you know, five times a week and over in the full moon, even more intense, always just the worst sleep around the full moon. Um, and she's, <laughs> and I was like, you know, expl explaining this to her and she's like, well, have you ever, you know, addressed your liver? And I was like, what do you mean? My liver's fine. I don't even drink, you know, I don't yeah. drink. I'm fine. And she's like, well, your liver is basically this, the filter for your body. And, and you know, if you've, if you've smoked or drank, of course it's going to impact your liver, but even stress impacts your liver. Um, adrenals, your adrenals sit next to your liver. So if you have a history of adrenal exhaustion, you can fatigue your liver because your adrenals are kind of like recruiting effort from your liver. And I'm like, holy fuck, I had adrenal exhaustion. I've never focused on my liver. And so I threw at the kitchen sink of liver cleanses at this uh, issue. And it was really, really powerful, really, really profound. Your body cleanses the liver. The liver cleanses itself, if you will, from anywhere from one to four in the morning. And if your liver is backed up and needs extra effort in cleansing itself, it will cause an energy uh, consumption and, and cause cortisol to spike, which can wake you up. And I was waking up with my cortisol. I would literally look at my, my whoop band and I would see my heart rate go up. I'd see my stress rates go up. I'm like, what the hell? Then you pack on the fact that I'm a, I'm a very th overactive thinker to begin with. And then I just would be awake for hours, over-processing and having this very alive cortisol-like uh, feeling in my body. And so I was very fascinated by this. And what I did specifically to cleanse my liver was I did a lot of things. I'm not necessarily saying that this is the exact protocol that everybody should follow. But what I did was mornings I would get up, and I've already mentioned it once today, lemon water in structured water with minerals and cinnamon, apple cider vinegar, and ginger. And I would drink this every single morning. All of those things are anti-parasitic. They're supporting of your liver and kidneys. I also took burdock root extract, and that was request, uh, that was suggested by Shanai. Burdock root is really, really supportive of cleansing your drainage pathways. It's really supportive of uh, the liver and the kidneys both. Um, it tastes, it's delicious. It tastes like soup. It's this little powder, <laughs> and it expands. It gets really gummy. You can, If you let it sit in your mouth, you can see. And so what that does is it's... It tastes like soup. It does taste like soup. It's, it's like super... It tastes I thought like you were going to say something else. I was not expecting that. It tastes like soup in the fall. Um, 
<laughs> I took mimosa seed extract, which is really similar. It gets very gummy inside of the body, and it's this is very anti-parasitic. Um, I also took Tudka, which is just a, a known liver-supporting supplement. Um, I took reishi spores and uh, the reishi spore capsules from Organo and King Coffee daily, and I did two to three coffee enemas a week for at least two to three weeks. And I cleansed, like I cleansed parasites. I could clearly see the parasites in my poop that was coming out. Um, Didn't you have like other smells coming out of My armpits were smell terrible. (laughs) I I also did sauna. So I did a sauna a couple times a week and took a biotoxin binder, which was just activated charcoal as I would go into the the sauna. The the heat uh, breaks up the fat that store that that holds on to toxins in the body like heavy metals and gross bacteria it's the the fat is protecting the body from experiencing this bullshit and when you get into a sauna that can actually break up and why you want a binder is because the binder will like charcoal will grab onto those toxins and facilitate its its extraction out of out through your poop Um, but if you don't have that you might feel nauseous you might feel sick because you're being exposed to some of that toxicity in the body um and so I did all of this for three to four weeks and almost immediately afterwards slept deeper, um, consistently slept and was able to sleep through the full moon. Now with the full moon, your serotonin levels rise um, and parasites feed off of serotonin. So they become very active in the body around a full moon. And so a lot of times people will have full moon sleeping issues or they'll wake up and they'll feel really hungry. And that's because parasites want you to eat. You might have food cravings in the middle of the night on a full moon for processed food, for for really bullshitty food. I I would wake up and go like, why am I so hungry? I, I ate a huge dinner before I went to bed. And this is the parasite activity that, that is heightened during the full moon because they're more active. That was like wanting me to go eat junk food so that it, they would be able to feed and grow and do all the other shit. I wasn't just fucked up because I had parasites. Everybody's got got some level of parasitic activity a, in their yeah. body. If you have a pulse, you have a parasite. But this was the protocol. I did it for about two or three weeks. Coffee enemas are critical. Um, and again, I threw the kitchen sink at it. You probably don't need every single one of those things that I mentioned to have an effective uh, liver cleanse. But what it did, and the parasites live predominantly in the liver. Parasites can be in various other areas of the body as well but they do love the liver because the liver takes on so much Mm -hmm. of the filtering and the process it's they're almost like right there because they know so much is coming to the liver um yeah you'll see like uh, there's liver flukes that i've had come out so many times when i was doing uh in-depth parasite cleanses they look like they're kind of like diamond shaped sometimes they're rolled up uh they're kind of flat just look up just google liver fluke and you'll see, and if that comes out in the, the toilet, it's not food, that's uh, that's a parasite that's being cleansed from your liver. Definitely. And, it, and then it just, it, it had profound benefits. Of course, you fix your sleep and your whole life gets better. But yeah. it also was uh, opened up more, um, I, my testosterone got be- uh, raised, got higher. That could be from more rest, um, but it could be from, if your liver is backed up, it can also impact the adrenals. So the in- adrenals can impact the liver, but the liver can impact the adrenals. And if you're adrenals are impacted all of your sex hormones are going to be impacted and so i did this actually about last year at this time and i've had some of the some of the best year the the best months the last year of my life from a vitality standpoint sleep standpoint has been the best of my adult life Mm -hmm. and um i even recently just went after my my salmonella specifically went hard in the paint on 
making sure that my liver was was in tip-top shape and went th back through some of these cleanse protocols for a week around the full moon and uh you know definitely definitely feeling better so um look into these supplements uh you can get really expensive with them but there's also affordable options if somebody wants to reach out to me on instagram i'm happy to you know talk mm -hmm. in more detail but uh, not necessarily a rapid fire response but um really really if you are dealing with sleep issues and specifically <clears throat> you know you may not have a problem falling asleep but if you're waking up between 1 and 4 a.m good chance it's your liver good chance it might be some parasite activity and you might want to look into this at least give it a try because there's this isn't like a pharmaceutical with a bunch of negative side effects it really these are natural things mimosa seed it's a seed extract burdock root is an herb people use it in soups which is why it tastes like soup um uh, lemon water ginger cinnamon apple cider vinegar it's just about being really intentional with it mm -hmm. and then and then if you haven't by now get a coffee enema you you want to change your life for 25 bucks get a freaking Seriously. coffee enema yeah yeah we have a whole episode on on coffee enemas um i think it's called coffee enema 101 yeah where I, we share our entire process i've my brother has adopted coffee enemas my best friend from growing up has adopted adopted coffee enemas these are two masculine dudes and their lives are changed yeah so get comfortable with putting things in your butt people <laughs> it'll change your life yeah totally um okay so last question was directed towards me um she says have you heard any good things about the hpv vaccine my gynecologist recommended it even though i already tested positive for hpv this could be a whole episode, and we actually do have a, an entire episode um, touching on this topic specifically, but I did want to bring it up just because, honestly, I, I've gotten this question, this message, probably a hundred times from women because it is so common for women who are diagnosed with HPV, their next the next thing that they get recommended from their gynecologist is is to get the HPV vaccine. This is, it's one of the, the three non-solution, quote-unquote, solutions that gynecologists give. The first non-solution is, oh, just come back in a year and we'll test you again. That's not a solution. That's a waiting game. Um, the second is, a, is the, the, the vaccine. And then the third is a LEAP procedure, which removes part of the damaged tissue. But the vaccine is what I want to focus on here for just a few minutes. Um, on the CDC website itself, on the main HPV page, anyone can go look this up. It very clearly states that the HPV Gardasil vaccine will not clear an existing infection. So when your gynecologist is recommending this to you, when you already have been diagnosed positive HPV, there's a few reasons why they could be doing that. One, they want you to feel like you're doing something, right? I've heard this from providers and from patients that their provider told them this, like, well, I want to give you something to do, so why don't you take the vaccine? Yes, you're doing something, but it's not actually, in my opinion, uh, going to be helpful. Um, and of course, I'm not a doctor. This is not medical advice. This is, you know, speaking from experience after studying this vaccine alongside Dr. Nathan Riley for years and digging into the research and the data and the outcomes and talking to patients directly who have had this. This is what I'm going off of. Um, it doesn't clear an existing infection and there are a lot of risks associated with this vaccine. So the 
you're, you're not really having any benefit. There's only risk associated with getting this vaccine after you are already tested positive. And there's even research to indicate that women who have been exposed to HPV who get this vaccine are actually more likely to develop things like cervical dysplasia. So in my opinion, there is no reason to get this after you've already been exposed. And if you're thinking about it before you've been exposed or your daughter or whatever, please just like DM me, talk to me, like, let's talk about it because there is no rush here. And uh, this is a really serious thing. Um, so another reason why they give it to people who have already been tested positive is because they say maybe you have been tested positive for a low risk strain and they are this, um, they are saying, oh, well, this will protect you from other, you know, other strains in the future. Okay. Maybe that's true, maybe it's not, but <laughs> let's focus on what is happening right now. If your body is diagnosed HPV positive, your body is communicating to you, is signaling to you that it is having trouble clearing this virus. In my opinion, the last thing that the body needs when it's already overtaxed, overstressed, and over... Um, overwhelmed in a way that it's not able to clear a virus, the last thing it needs is a hefty dose of aluminum, which is one of the most toxic substances on the planet. And that's inside the, the vaccine. So just like if we're using logic, it doesn't make sense to me to get this. So when she asks, you know, what do you think about this HPV vaccine? My gynecologist recommended it, even though I've already tested positive. That's what I think. And, um, you know, we have a whole episode where Chase uh, basically interviewed myself and Dr. Nathan Riley, who's a holistic OBGYN, on this topic on HPV and the vaccine and, and what we can do to support the body to clear it naturally. Obviously, we have a whole course, a whole program called Clear and Free that walks you through the process of basically arming your body, supporting your body in every, in every, um, on every level to clear HPV as fast as possible. And the things that we talk about inside this program do not carry any of the risks that the vaccine does. Okay. So if we're looking at it from a holistic level, from a, let's start with the least invasive first, that's going to be your lifestyle and then clinically researched supplementation like AHCC. There is no downside to these modalities. There is only upside. So there's no risk, essentially. So that would be my recommendation for anyone who is navigating HPV. Obviously, a lot of the people, a lot of the women that find me, find my page on Instagram, they are looking for HPV support. And the best possible HPV support exists inside the clear and free program. This is, you know, the program that Nathan and I have spent the last year creating. And I will also put the link to our website um, in the show notes. So if you're navigating HPV and you want to clear this thing as fast as possible and as naturally as possible, um, check out clear, clearhpv.com is the website. So that's the quick and dirty of my thoughts on the HPV vaccine. And, uh, um, I will also link um, the episode that Nathan and I did, um, moderated, mediated, what's the word? Interviewed yeah. by... Interviewed by me. 
my lovely, my lovely lover. Um, cool. Well, that's the that's the the questions that we had today. Kind of a kind of a mix of question and answers here. But um, I think before we go, I want to know from you, my love, what is your medicine today? My medicine today, and we're gonna get going on it pretty quick because traffic's gonna get bad. We're gonna get a Christmas tree today. Woo! Woo! Oh man, I'm such a sucker for Christmas. Always oh, have been. I love it. And the day and the process of getting the tree and decorating the tree is uh-huh. almost like a holiday yeah. itself. And um, we're kicking it off, baby. We're kicking off Christmas. We got the corniest Christmas movies on our queue, and uh, we just jam for the mm-hmm. month of December. And so we're kicking it off literally minutes from now by going and getting <laughs> our Christmas tree. That's Love my it. medicine. What about you? What's your medicine today? Uh, in the same vein of the the Christmas decor day, um, we are busting out the Kenny and Dolly. Oh, the best Christmas music of Dolly all time. Dolly and Kenny. What's the album called? It's called Once Upon a Christmas. Once Upon a Christmas by Dolly Parton and Kenny Rogers. <clears throat> Right, Kenny yes, Rogers. Yes, yeah. exactly. I, I never peace, say his. <laughs> I never say his last name. I just realized. Kenny, <laughs> Dolly and Kenny. They are. We just put it on repeat all day while we're decorating. It is, it is absolute gold. Yeah. Check it out. <laughs> all right. Well, hope you guys enjoyed hanging out with us today. Guys, we've got some great stuff coming for 2024. We want to hear from you. What do you want to hear more of? Yeah. Uh, what can we lean into more of even this episode today hints at some things that we're going to get even deeper in. we're going to get an expert on to go through labs to go through blood work so that we can all be a little better educated as far as how we interpret our lab results Uh, we're going to be talking about word of the year again i'd love to do a whole episode on how we have in the last couple years designated a particular word a particular theme for the year and how it's shaken out for us because we're going to be doing the same we actually developed our own process for coming up with that word or for that theme Uh, so we'd love to be doing that we'll have some killer guests but we're going to be doing some uh, some reflection and some study ourselves so that we can put out better content better episodes Um, and we want to engage more and more and more with our listeners so we just freaking love even listening to the medicine and uh, hope that this is just the beginning because it's going to get even better. Yeah, we got some fire guests lined up. Some weird guests, too, for sure. We're going to get weird. Yeah. Um, we appreciate you guys so much. Obviously, we could not do this without you. Uh, hope you enjoyed hanging out with us today and share the episode if you did. We'll talk to you next time. Go spread some light. Okay, bye. bye. Hey friend, thanks for listening. Did you hear anything today that expanded your mind, made you laugh, touched your soul, or caused you to think differently about this topic? I hope so. I invite you to share this episode with someone you love. It takes 30 seconds and has the potential for a great ripple effect. Our world needs more people having real, honest, and open-minded dialogue on big topics. And you never know, you may just change their entire day. We love you and appreciate you being here with us. Cheers.